0: Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights
1: to level up your game in retail automotives' fixed operations. This episode is
0: brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ings. Welcome back to the 80s at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. We would like to welcome the conference to David Reinecke, the president at Automotive Warranty Network. First time with us here on the roundtable. David, welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable.
1: Thank you, Ted. Very happy to
0: be here. Thanks for having me on. Great honor to have you, my friend. Uh, You do a whole lot of warranty uh, administration processing for retailers. Congratulations to you. You've got a huge part of the business and uh, uh i understand you're very busy
1: <laughs> we are very busy it's uh you know we we have a lot of clients and uh a, a lot of different things that we're, we're doing um a lot of different
0: fingers and different things in the industry so uh yeah it's a bit busy time for us you know it's amazing all the focus david right now on fixed operations and all these these are all receivables, right, for the dealer, and a lot of focus on them. So let, I want to kind of start at the beginning, okay, and go back to square one. Uh, what does the Automotive Warranty Network, AWN, do? What, what do you do?
1: So we're a full-service warranty claims administration and management company. Um, primarily, our focus is on warranty claims administration. So we take the position of a warranty administrator in the dealership and perform it on an outsource basis for our clients. Uh, so so basically, our warranty administrators are logged into the DMS. Uh, we pick up on claims when they're completed by the, the technician. Uh, we read technician comments. We look at punch times. Uh, we make sure all the pertinent information is there for diagnoses, me- readings, measurements, results, all that kind of good stuff. And then we apply the proper labor operations based on that information, uh, close it, and submit it onto the manufacturer for payment. Um, we also do the accounting work for the dealership. So we work a schedule on a weekly basis. Um, and we also account for any differences in payment there might be. So any parts pricing differences, uh labor differences, we're accounting for um that on a weekly basis for our clients. Um and then we go a little bit beyond just warrant claims administration. We also have a full department of auditors uh that audit our clients. So we also audit have an auditing service that we provide. And then we also have trainers that can work with techs, advisors, service personnel on what their roles and responsibilities are in the, uh, the warranty process. Um, and then, you know, while we're booking claims, like I mentioned on a daily basis, we also have our, our own proprietary software called CARS, which stands for Claim Accountability and Recording System uh, that we use to help dealerships solve compliance issues that might exist so that we can help claims be more auto-proof. Uh, and then through that, we can provide weekly reporting to show them what, what the most common discrepancies we're finding for them are for the week and who they pertain to. So then we mix that with our training product and try to help everybody understand where they're uh, having shortcomings so that we can you know, help better the process upstream and make it more efficient.
0: David, you really are the authority in the industry, uh, and there are a lot of moving parts uh, with everything that you just described. So I have to ask you, why is... Proper warranty claims administration. Why is that so important?
1: Well, first and foremost is um, collecting the right amount of money and then making sure you can keep the right amount of money. Um, you know, anybody can submit a warranty claim and ultimately get it to pay. I mean, that's that's not really all that hard of a thing to do. Uh, but making sure that that you collect the right amount of money and that it's kept in the event of an audit is very important. Um, you know, also with proper warranty claims administration, there's a lot of metrics that get generated. Um, from the manufacturer and the dealerships are graded by that so um for instance uh, the percentage of claims accepted on the first attempt so making sure it's coded right when it goes over from the, the dms manufacturer uh, dealerships are graded on that to make sure they're accurately being submitted the number of days it takes to submit a claim so the deal- manufacturers are watching how quickly you can submit a claim and and uh you know other things are using the proper op codes when you submit and you know, other proper op codes being Uh, used when it pays and, you know, versus when it was submitted. Uh, And then, you know, other things like the amount of parts, the amount of labor that's being used compared to other dealerships in the region or the nation. Now, all these are metrics that the manufacturer uses to grade the dealership on how well they are, you know, submitting their warranty work. And, you know, ultimately, um, you know, it's very important to have a skilled person doing that nowadays. You know, um, you know, it's not a trial and error thing. Every keystroke is logged, Every mouse click is logged. So, um, you know, all those metrics are, are watched and those metrics pay large, play a role in if a dealership is selected for an audit. Uh, but then, you know, it also weighs on the relationship between the dealership and the manufacturer. So the trust level. So if, if the metrics are high and the analytics are good, uh, you know, maybe a dealership has more goodwill um, usage limits that they can use. Or in some manufacturers maybe there's more leniency on you know what they um can do as far as shop policy so all those metrics are very important to a dealership to make sure that things are being you know submitted right and um you know it, it's a lot of money like like i said that um you know about a quarter of our clients are collecting over two hundred thousand dollars a month in warranty um and these are individual dealers not just dealer groups so uh, in some cases it's much much more so you know warranty administration and trusting your warranty administrator or your warranty administration company is very important when you're talking about millions of dollars a year.
0: And David, I've seen a lot of charts and a lot of graphs, and uh, it looks like warranty as a percentage of service revenue, that's that's not going away any time soon. That's going to that's gonna climb. That's going to get steeper and steeper. There's going to be more and more of that. So it's really time for the dealer to you know, put close eyeballs on that because, as you said, the manufacturer is aware of how well the dealer processes those warranty yeah. claims.
1: Yep, they're watching uh, every submission, every everything that goes through the system. So, um, and, and you're right, it, it's climbing. You know, we've seen a lot of our clients; um, some of them quadruple in size from when we started them, you know, three or four years ago. So,
0: and there's a lot of complexity in the vehicles now that there wasn't. You know five, seven, 10 years ago. So as that continues, uh, and as a lot of these new new things, new technologies come in, I imagine that warranty is going to continue to climb. So let's talk about that word that you've mentioned a couple of times. Um, tell me a little bit more about that audit, the <laughs> auditing services that AW, uh, your company provides. Sure. So actually part of our car
1: system that I mentioned earlier, um, we actually developed a, a portion of that system to be an auditing platform where we can perform mock audits the way the manufacturer would. So they're very, they're proactive audits so we can help dealerships, you know, see where they're at today if the manufacturer were to come in and audit. That's so. so well. essentially um, what we do is just like we do, uh, just like the manufacturer would, we take a sample set of either 20, 30 or 50 ROs, whichever um, tier a dealership wants to subscribe to. And um, usually we'll get the list of claims from like the, the manufacturer cost report. So, um, you know, we'll select a list of claims that we want to see. And then we'll ask the dealership to submit them to us the same same as they would to the manufacturer. So we want to see all supporting documentation that goes along with that, the hard copies. And then at that point, our team of auditors um, goes through the repair orders and through our software, we can we can mark them up um, to show what's wrong with the ROs, uh, what the most frequent issues are with the are finding, who they pertain to, and um, then we mark up the ROs in, in PDFs. So there's there's red arrows and there's highlights um, to exactly what's wrong. So you know even if it's just missing a customer signature we don't stop there we want to keep looking to see if there were three or four other things wrong with that us so can give the dealership you know really good data um and then we help part of the audit is we have an action plan that we develop around that information that we find uh and then our auditor will go through a full review of that audit with the dealership and their personnel so um we'll have a meeting usually over zoom right now and we'll go through the audit if they have, uh, they'd have, like to ask the auditor any questions about the audit, they can. And then um, we can complement the outcome of that audit with um, some of the other services I mentioned, like our training program. So the dealership would like us to come either out, out in person and work with their techs and advisors and service staff. We can certainly do that. Uh, we do have a virtual program as well, and we can tailor all that around the results of the audit. And then um, you know, we can also s- schedule future audits based on the outcome of that. So if they'd like to do quarterly audits, uh or biannual audits uh we can do those as well uh to keep you know help helping a dealership um know where they're at and help them uh
0: better their internal processes wow um you keep the dealer on their toes David. that's good okay and they're proud keep their money yeah so yeah well yeah it's, it's 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 a worthwhile exercise um so are audits that really much of a concern right now in the in the, in the industry through, uh, throughout throughout
1: uh, well absolutely and and I I guess I wouldn't say as much of a concern, but a reality. Um, you know, over the first quarter of twenty twenty three, about ten percent of our clients went through an audit with the manufacturer. Um, so it's very likely to happen at some point and with some manufacturers it's even periodic. So they can just expect, you know, even if the metrics are online, they can expect to be audited, you know, every couple of years, uh, depending on the manufacturer. So it's very important to pay attention to it because it's likely to happen, you know, at some point. Um But our philosophy is not to fear an audit, but to be ready for an audit. So um, we always say inspect what you expect on a regular basis. Um, And really, the biggest thing is just to pay attention to what's going on. Uh, You know, there's been so many instances over the years that I've been doing this, um, you know, where a dealer will have uneducated service staff. So maybe they just don't know, or, you know, maybe management just thinks everything is fine and their warranty process is fine and they're not really paying attention to it. But then, you know, when the auditor comes in, it can be a very, uh, costly learning experience to learn, you know, with with an actual chargeback. So, um, you know, we do take audits very seriously um, for our company and for our clients. We do stand behind the work that we do. So, in the event of a manufacturer audit, uh, we 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 will sit, sit across the table from the auditor, sit with our client, um, and represent the work that we've done. So, um, we're we're a partner through that whole process, and uh, you know, we're very proud of the fact that out of those. Uh, dealers i mentioned that have been through an audit so far in the first quarter of 2023 our chargebacks have been the low single digits uh some of the chargeback percentages
0: have even been below one percent so well wow. wow okay strong um david what are you finding What are the some some of the most common reasons claims get charged back uh, in an audit
1: sure so um you know what i went back to our auditing firm to get the answer to this and uh you know, that other thing that our auditing department does is when, when one of our clients gets audited, they'll actually ingest that audit and review it. And so we kind of have some analytics around what the most common chargebacks are. And I'll, I'll give you the top five here. So um, add-on repairs not being properly authorized is a big one. So, you know, if there's anything any work that's done in a customer vehicle that's above and beyond what that customer has complained about or come in for, uh, it needs to be properly authorized or it's subject to chargebacks. So that's a really important one. Okay. Wow. Um, A a second really easy one, but very common, is technician time punches not being accurate or adequate. Uh, So technicians must adhere to proper time recording policies set forth by each manufacturer. So that's a really big one.
0: And you're fluent in each manufacturer's requirements, I would imagine. And I would imagine uh, that some some of the training you do also applies to the technician's help with that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on that, I mean, all of our warranty administrators are, uh, you know, very talented, uh, they're, they're all um, up to speed on all the manufacturer's policies, they're certified, they're, they're trained, so uh, they know these policies and procedures like the back of their hands. So, another another common one is repair procedure not being properly followed. So, um, you note know, take, this one's very simple but also very common, uh, you know, technicians must repair the vehicle per the manufacturer's instructions, not take shortcuts or workarounds. So that's another common one we see is a, a common chargeback. And then another one is missing customer signatures. So um, you know, again, a very simple one, but a customer must authorize any work being done to their vehicle. So making sure you have that customer signature is a very important one, and uh, something very, you know, simple, simple to fix if you're missing that. So I'd imagine, David, you've seen it all in your seat there. We are. have seen some very interesting uh, situations, but uh, you know, again, our our goal is to help our clients. Um, you know. Learn these help their their service staff learn these and uh you know ultimately have a better outcome in the end of an
0: audit so david you work with a large number of dealers um automotive warranty network uh david reinecke everybody is the president of awn um he leads that company in working with dealers uh and uh providing these warranty administration services and they do all that for the dealer they're experts david i would imagine uh, each manufacturer, you know the nuances, okay, what they're looking for and are familiar with that. I I,
1: I don't, but we have a lot of very, very talented people who do and keep up with it. So, um, But we have a lot of people that, that do know those. All of our people are specialized in each
0: manufacturer and know all those nuances. And yes, we keep up with all those for our clients. All right. To our audience, if they want to reach out to you, uh, because I would imagine they have questions, all right? uh and you know this is a fluid business so things change from week to week from they month do. to month and yes, at sir. times i would imagine they have i imagine they have general questions okay is that something they could reach out to you with as well Absolutely. Uh, you know, learn a little, little bit more about what you do yep.
1: if we get that you know every week we have somebody you know maybe a client reach out or maybe they're not a client who reaches out to ask questions about um some of this stuff so uh we're always available our phone number is below uh, my email address is below so uh any questions that might
0: come up, feel free to reach out to us and we'll see what we can do to help. David, I really like these proactive audits as well. That's the first time I've, I've come across that, okay? And that you do that uh, for the industry. So that's a great service. And that's probably a very eye-opening thing for the dealer as well.
1: It, it is, and it's become quite popular. It's gained a lot of traction in the past probably year or two. Um, so we have some uh, dealer groups that aren't even our ongoing processing clients, but they just want us to do audits for the group. So we do a lot of those as well. So you don't have to be our processing client to also um take advantage of our auditing services. So um we, we just want to help dealers be successful, uh claim what they're entitled to, and
0: uh most important things keep it. So everybody, AWN is the biggest and the best in this field. Uh I'd like the fact that they offer that proactive uh audit. If you want to reach out to David reineke he's the president. Uh down below you'll see their URL is scrolling and his email is scrolling as well. And uh I guess that's also the company phone number david as well yep yes sir all right well david on behalf of the fixed ops roundtable thank you so much for your time today and i want to invite you back uh at our next event uh this fall and uh you know let's take this up a, a couple steps further and uh maybe even get some input from the audience on them as well
1: i i would love to be involved and thank
0: you for inviting me so i will definitely be, be there david ronicky everybody from automotive warranty network here today back at the 80s at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you, Ted.